0: It's a new. episode number 26 of foul play that's fantasy overwatch league play week three is all set and done things are calming down a little bit i think uh overall in the overwatch league scene uh we're becoming uh, able to predict things slightly better it's still pretty up in the air uh we've we've definitely learned our lesson from getting too confident about these things but um Yeah, things are are wrapping up a little bit here for this stage. Uh, Very little time left overall in Stage 1. This week and next week are going to be big. We're starting to see less games played overall throughout the course of the week. And next week, we only have two days. There's only eight matches in total. So um, we're going to be looking at that a little bit closer next week. But also, it's already on our radar. And for fantasy owners, it needs to be something you're planning for. And playing around right now, Um, they're going to be coming up a couple other times with the away games, things like that. Um, But before I get too deep into things, I should probably introduce my co-host here, A. Smith and the Blevins are with me this week. A. Smith, how you doing today, my friend?
1: I am so good and good with this Yoohoo, sponsored by Yoohoo.
0: I wish not actually a sponsor you do have to be careful about saying things like that um also Just not a egg, sponsor actually is actually cat milk <laughs> <laughs> also not a sponsor is the Girl Scouts of America and Blevins is all chock full of his Samoas um but otherwise Blevins other than that how can you be bad when you're chock full of Samoas but otherwise buddy how you doing this week I'm doing great
2: clearly and obviously the best Girl Scout cookie anyone who says anything about this is probably crazy. So. Hands down. Not close. Agreed. I think this might be the only thing that all three hosts have been unanimously yep. in agreement. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's yep. like uh, I was I was a little worried. I thought I was going to have to fight. No. I was going to fight mm. the good fight for Samoa's, but No. Guys, Samoa's are brains.
0: the the pi- the <laughs> 101 pick. Just as much as Jonak was going into the season, there was no mm-hmm. questions, had to be, uh, got to be Samoas. Maybe someday we'll yeah. draft Girl Scout cookies. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Ooh, but let's move on. That's that's an off-season topic. I don't want to get everybody uh, yeah. too excited. That's an off-season topic. But I want to talk a little bit, since we couldn't do this last week, gentlemen, we want to talk about exactly how we're doing in our expert leagues. We've got the Podcasters Showdown League, hosted by mm-hmm. Totally Drunk over at Owl by the Numbers, and we've got our foul play. Uh, expert's league um that's a little bit uh, more just the you know every host of all the fantasy shows have their own team sort of a thing it's a little more closed off um but a smith talk to us about really how your last 2 weeks have gone in those leagues cuz everybody's behind
1: uh last 2 weeks i have won both my last 2 weeks in the foul play league hey i beat the blevins so you that know it's noob. a good week Yep, you gotta kick the noobs. But um, the other league, I went one and one, I believe. Um, I was I was go I was leading into the last last day, and then architect just couldn't get me more than twenty four points, and all I needed was twenty five or something like that. I don't I don't know,
0: but it was really really close. <laughs> Yeah, I know I lost in a non expert league, so I don't have to admit it to you guys, but I will anyways. I like lost by like 20 something points with sure four in my oof. lineup, and it was just, oof. it was Horse. an oof, the, the oof of all oofs on the week for sure. Blevins, how'd you do in your oof. expert leagues?
2: Uh, in the Podcaster Showdown League, I am 3 0. So continuing as I usually do uh, in these fantasy leagues, just completely dominating you clowns, even though I had, oh no, actually, I wasn't starting eight, I had eight on my team. It's really hard for me to get rid of him. I haven't found a way to get rid of Aid yet. Um, it seems like he's a permanent fixture in my life right now. Yeah. Um,
0: can't just get, can't just get rid of Aid. Aid <laughs> is Aid is, a, is that permanent. Is a, that is that is a meme Ade right is,
2: there. Aid is permanent. Yeah. Um, but no, I have the best team in the league, and I have the best team name in the league. And well, none listen, of you have named your teams yet. So I just uh, want to pump I'm the brakes a
0: little bit because you're talking a lot of smack. Considering the other three and and0 team in that league is in this call, that would be me. Uh, I won <laughs> I won both of my expert leagues this week. I'm three and and0 Me and Blevins are running rough shot over that league, which yeah. includes A. Smith, who's just embarrassing himself, to be perfectly honest with you. Okay, we uh, only so... need to have the top two spots, the third <laughs> spot we can pity pitily give to another
2: spot. This is the one league out of my eight leagues that I'm just like,
1: meh. You know what?
0: Who mm-hmm. cares?
1: The other two cut by. Yeah, the well, other two podcasts are going to say that so we're gonna, like lead it.
0: Smart, <laughs> smart to plan it that way with an expert league, A. Smith. That's, that's, it, that's one hey, thing. I'll is say. it
1: experts? <laughs> we have we have some people in there that. Uh, I mean,
0: it's one of the two we're doing on the show, so you might want to you might want to yeah. adjust your attitude uh, as far as the right, foul ride, play. Ride. As far as as far as the foul play experts league goes, uh, I'm two and one there. Bounce back after a loss last week that that Cool Matt had me after he lost his job to spree um, both of both of the teams i really like of mine in, in both of these leagues so i think i'm in for a good season but man the meta is going to be shaken up really soon but before we get into that let's talk about some leaders from last week and week three we're going to start things off in the support category a smith pick one of these three gentlemen and talk to us about them
1: look i'll take the shanghai dragons um i will take luffy here luffy put up 361.07 And 209.07, that is good for second and first overall. Uh, That dude was a monster. Um, Five games against Dallas helps, especially when you almost win and then you throw. So, (laughs) I mean, you know, they just wanted to get to that fifth map. That's what they wanted to do. So they got there. He got me those fantasy points. Shanghai looking good. We'll see. They're playing Dallas again next week, so you might expect similar
0: results. Yeah, pretty easy to or see not. map five potential in that matchup. Blevins, talk to us about another support leader from last week.
2: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll spare you the uh, agony of having <laughs> to speak positively about a Boston player, Thanks. but so I'll take I'll take Aim God here. Uh, they had a pretty decent week. Uh, they won against Soul Dynasty and then lost a uh, relatively close ish. Match against Toronto Defiant. Um so one on one on the week, not too shabby. Aim God had almost entered the four hundred club in combined with three seventy six point nine four, uh which was good for first overall support and combined second overall in terms of best game at 205.8 Uh you know, he is in no small part of the reason why I've been winning uh, in the in the uh, podcaster league uh as well as uh I also own the second leader or one of the the last leader in this uh group on my team as
0: well. Yeah, we get it. You made a deal with the devil. Great. Good for you. But our number 3 leader <laughs> or soul drink whoever you want to command. <laughs> I'm just saying hey babe that's how you got the uh, the free agility as Jonak for uh, pick uh, picko 101 there it so, was a
1: mock draft a mock draft
2: yeah, didn't even count. you <laughs> made
0: you made a mockery of it that's for certain yes. but moving on we've got uh shoe here from the guangzhou charge He came in with in combined 349.65 uh, that was good for fourth among supports and 199.33 in the best game format again Good for fourth place. Uh, listen, the Guangzhou Charge, you might be like me and have no idea how to make sense of this team, heads nor tails. Uh, but one thing we can say is if they can go to map fives against teams that I think are much better than them, that's great for fantasy. And if they can go to map fives against teams that I think are much worse than them, that's also great for fantasy. So um, mm-hmm. the Guangzhou Charge, really uh, Hotba, shoe, um, happy. All guys I'm I'm kind of targeting right now, trying to get my hands on. The ups and downs here, it's going to be good for us, I think, in fantasy. They're they're definitely a team to watch. Uh, let's move into the DPS category. Blevins, I gave you a hard time about him last week. Lead us off so you can get the team you want to talk about here.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm going – oh, I'm looking at the wrong thing. I want <laughs> Ivy. I want Ivy here for my DPS. He was, in combined, actually the number one overall, 327.79 – or number one for DPS – uh and he was good for second in best with 196.45 i mean we've, we've seen it and it, it reflected again this week toronto players when they actually play are <laughs> high point scoring players uh toronto is on a good streak they've got at the very least winnable if not good favored matchups for them they're they have not Uh, blown out anyone i think boston was the closest to a blowout we've seen at a 3-1 uh and it wasn't really even a blowout um defiant looks defiant players are it's probably too late but if you haven't already bye 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 get those toronto defiant players on your team as soon as possible
0: never too late to trade not everybody's as plugged into the numbers as you might be if you're listening to this show so definitely uh you know a bit of a buy low opportunity there potentially before their household names and everybody actually knows how good these guys are um very close to his score in in the uh uh single game or i'm sorry the yeah the the best game format um was fleta he was just like I mean, less than a full point, like 0.98 points behind Fleta here, who had 197.47 in the best format, which was first. And then he had 276.66, which was good for 10th in the combined scoring format. Uh, Sol, despite no map fives, really across the board looked really good. We could have very easily included Jayhong in the leaders section. Shu was just a little bit more of a surprise. Um, this is what we were hoping for from Fleta. This is what people, you know, if you took Fleta early, first, second round, you were putting some faith in him. Um, these are the kind of performances you wanted to see the teams far from you know locked and loaded got everything figured out Uh, but at least this week everything came together for a good fantasy performance here Uh, really did quite well across both of their games which included a matchup against the new york excelsior which is tough to get points in that one in particular blevins round us out with our third dps leader
1: I mean, already he heard he got the second one. But I'll do it anyway. Ace no. No, Ace oh, him. Got him. All right. Look, the last one here is Sinatra. Um San Francisco Shock. He put up three hundred and twenty-six point nine six. Uh, that's good for second. And one hundred and sixty seven point nine one. That's good for ninth. Um look, Sinatra is becoming a mainstay. I think he is a mainstay with this meta and Um, he's the, the, the only real mainstay right now I can see in this, in this meta with the shock with their ever-changing flopping of players. Um, okay. Yes, I know there is Violet, but, (laughs) um, other than that, I mean, Sinatra has been popping off. He's a very, very, very good Zarya and, San Francisco has a tendency to go to game fives. Um, Another player that just missed this list, but I think is deserving of it would be color hex of Boston. Put up 317.84 and 174.32. He's right in there with Sinatra on both of those. Um, That guy popped off, man. And that's good to see from the Australian, you know, is seen. I mean, it's good to see a player like that to be able to make a jump. um, and. I don't I think know. Think if he was they, Australian, he, isn't he like New Zealand? He's New, New Zealand? Zealand but he's in the Australian scene. He was mm-hmm. on the Australian circuit. So They're Sorry. Not a New Zealand Sorry circuit. Uber, I'm
0: not counting it. They they get their own They get their own tally. <laughs> um, yeah, he did really really well. We'll be talking about him uh, briefly in just a few minutes. We're going to move into the tanks. Um, man, I'm gonna take th- I'm gonna take this one, Blevins. I want to talk about Envy. Uh, another Toronto player had a really, really good week. It's amazing the consistency these guys have had. They've been competitive in every game, regardless of opponent. It's really showing up here. Uh, Envy the flex tank got two seventy eight point eight eight in the combined format, good for second place, and in the best game format one sixty six point six nine. That's good for third place, but that is exactly th- two points below note who was at the top so um very very close to just being at the you know the absolute top of that mm-hmm. particular uh leaderboard there um but yeah a smith talk to us about tank number two
1: look i'll take a note here from yeah. boston uprising 300 I just can't do that. <laughs> yeah i know you can't can. and as much as i dislike them i can at least speak a little bit um mainly because their owner is now going to prison what (laughs) um anyways 308.31 uh in in combined that's first overall and then 168.69 in best and that was first overall as well look note popped off uh game fives um i don't they just the way they play when they're playing well note is gonna i think i think note's gonna get a lot of points um in this Mm -hmm. meta so if they continue to play well and fusions really helps enable note, it's going to be a good when I guess there's only two more weeks left of it, but Hey, it should be a good two more
0: weeks for note. Yeah. Hard to pay too much attention to the diva player. That's harassing you on the flank or wherever he is. When you have a player like fusions, just WM wanting into your team's face the entire time. Um, also side note, uh, misdemeanors don't usually land people in prison. So Robert Kraft probably going to be just we fine. Hoping. But I'm if hoping. the world was just, you would be correct. <laughs> uh, Blevins wrapped the tank conversation up for us here.
2: Yeah. Uh, we'll go with Michelle here uh, of the soul dynasty. Uh, 234.55 in combined, which is good for fifth for the tank spot. 168.67. Again, like you mentioned, very slim margin here. For the best format between first, second, and third, exactly two points separated, first and third, there with Michelle being right in the middle. Actually, almost, it was almost a point, almost exactly a point between each of them. Um, But the interesting thing about Seoul, and you mentioned it with Fleda, is that they had two, they suffered two losses this week uh, versus Boston and versus New York. So it's a very telling and very, uh, a very valuable thing to know hey even if my team is going to lose my or even if my players team is going to lose they can still produce points we did not see that as much last year even when there was guaranteed play time we saw florida mayhem players we saw shanghai dragons players for most of the season just not be great we've seen teams that win and don't get a lot of points it's nice to see teams that can lose matches uh, lose two matches on the day uh, on the week and still have respectable point totals
0: yeah one thing i want to point out here before we move on uh if you're in the unlimited leagues we have an unlimited league up on the high GG platform uh we're noticing a trend here when we do these leaders and that's that when a player shows up, one of his teammates probably shows up. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about color hex could have easily been included here. So was Note. Uh, we talked about how Rijay Hong had a really, really, really good week. Uh, didn't mm-hmm. quite make this list. Uh, so did, so did Michelle. Five. So did Fletta. Ivy's mm-hmm. here. Envy's here. Um, the exceptions. Neko's probably
2: top five for supports, too. Neko
0: had a very good week. Um, so if you're in unlimited leagues, stack them up. Make your bet. Find the team you like and stack a couple of players in there uh, from the same team. Because if it's you're right, gonna be <laughs> it's, it's going to pay dividends. And yeah, Toronto looks like one a very safe option. I know that was mm-hmm. they were crucial to my build around for this week, um, going into their matchups, and it paid off for me. I climbed a bunch in the leaderboards there. It's a double edged sword if you stack them up and you're wrong and the matchup's a blowout and the team doesn't do great right. you do poorly but something definitely to keep an eye on if you're lower on the leaderboard want to make a push mm-hmm. have a really strong feeling about a match that might go to five something like that mm-hmm. um that's where you really want to take your chances but uh, let's go in and talk about some feeders here we're going to start with support i'll lead us off my boy Rockus, man <laughs> What can you say when your coach screws up and submits the wrong lineup and you have to sit a map because of that? And then he came out fourth map as well. They only had the one match, so a rough go for Ruckus here. But I do want to say 97.7 points for two maps. Not bad. That tells me when he was playing. Ruckus was popping off. He was doing really well. So he shows up in the feeder list. But from a fantasy perspective, I mean – something you only have to do when you lose, but chalk it up to a win for Ragus here. Cause I think he looked good. We know that's not, it's his job's not in jeopardy, anything mm. like that. I don't think we have to worry about that. They gave us the insight to know Bonnie was not prepping even a little bit for stepping in, in that spot, at least for this stage, nothing to worry about there. A Smith. I can Hasn't see that happened it before. Hasn't it happened
1: before? I, th- I thought, I think I remember Houston submitting the wrong lineup for for some point there Probably. Last, last
0: year. There could have been something, like, but I don't think it was like, wrote the wrong player name down. I think it was I like, it was. I think it was like they were uh, late going into like a map five uh, to maybe. submit, or it was not yeah, quite the same. Yeah. Um, well, I was like, I was like, this is so
2: jacked that it's hard for him to hold the post. So swollen, he can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a.
1: Uh, who's their head coach tyron um, it's Ty Ty it's tyron's uh, job they, they things
2: probably basically put, it, it, that didn't fit the
0: job they, they, they basically threw him under the bus when um they had their press conference that i mean they were all kind of laughed about it. it's easy to laugh about it and not care when you, when you win, win the match <laughs> so <laughs> good on houston for that one at least a smith talked to us about a support feeder here
1: look i'll uh, i'll take twilight here for vancouver um Look, put up 99.68 points uh, in both. Um, they only played one match. She was 35th and 33rd. I do believe Repel played one of the maps, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember um, that, but
2: Survey if, says. If, if it's a stop, I do I turn like, out I'm, a little I'm, more. I'm, yeah, yeah. survey 90, says yeah. Repel has 40.15 points on the week.
1: Yep, so, yeah. So, another case of didn't play the whole time because his team was stomping. So, um Anyways, I, that may not be the exact reason why Rockus didn't play, but still, um, if the team just stomps so hard that they decide to put the garbage bench time, in, yep, it's a very in- interesting thing to look at. And uh, I know a lot of people drafted Twilight High and were riding on him to to get a big, big points there, and that really hurt you.
0: Yeah, so I, I mean, I guess it's worth pointing out if Rockus and Twilight got roughly the same number of points. Rockus played two maps twilight played three does that mean twilight's only two-thirds as good as raucous is i think or one match maybe I don't, know. I don't know just trying to just trying to make sense of it put it into perspective uh, maybe <laughs> <you go>. maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe tilt some people too to along there. the way if that happens all the better blevins who's our last support feeder on the week
2: last support feeder here is going to be uh neptuno uh neptuno of course uh the support player from Philadelphia Fusion, 97.72 uh, points on the week in both, having only played one match. Uh, that's good for 36th and 35th, respectively. I mean, they played against the Washington Justice. They stomped the Washington Justice. It's not a good look for your team when you're, you know, curb stomping a team. You're not getting a lot of points. It's not what you're expecting.
0: Yeah, if Lucios are going to deal damage, the other team has to be alive for a little while in order to (laughs) get shot at. And when it's a stomp, the Lucio's going to get harder than most. And Lucios are going to be up and down. You're throwing a Hail Mary when you try to play a Lucio player Mm -hmm. uh, and hoping it works out. And in this case, it didn't. Neptuno should be fine going forward. Uh, DPS feeders for this week. Blevin, start us off. You got one in here.
2: Yep, I do. I will go with Libero. The New York excels here, 173.76 in combined, 92.72 in best. That's 24th and 38th overall. You know, it's uh, it, it's kind of the opposite case of the Defiant. They played uh, two matches. Uh, I mean, New York won both the matches three to one but they're not, you know, Libero is not scoring the points that, you know, an, an, an Ivy, an Envy, a Stellar, uh, even a Roki or a, a Neko is going to score in these, in these three, one, either not necessarily lopsided, but um, you know, these three, one matches, you're just not getting the points uh, out of Libero. Even, even last season with SBB in the, in the four O's, SBB was still a top point scorer most weeks. Uh, but just the way that the meta is playing and that, libero fits into their composition it's just not a high fantasy point scoring position right now
0: hey smith who's the next one
1: look the next one next one's the guy who got me man architect <laughs> uh, put up 24.94 points in both and yes his team played in two games guess what that means he got benched got benched hard oh, and to be honest they played rascal they're no longer cowards and Rascal looked a lot better than Architect in the in in the position he was playing. I believe they're the he's the Brigita, mm-hmm. um, and man, I don't expect to see Architect again this this season unless Rascal just stage. has a whole yeah stage. stage.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, not
1: season, not season stage. Um, while Brigitte's still meta because. Unless Rascal just has a really, really, really bad map, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't expect to see it. Or Rascal looked too good. Uh, Architect is probably done for this stage.
0: Well, the last one here, and before I get to him, shout-outs to Surefour for getting benched for Decay this week and screwing me <laughs> out of a couple of wins. Appreciate you. But when it's due to playtime... We try not to uh, try not to include too many of those here. It's it's a boring conversation. Hacksaw from the Vancouver Titans is number three here. He had 120.61 in combined and in best. That's 38th and 33rd overall. Uh, 120 is just a little lackluster. We're talking about DPS's right at the edge of that. 200 barrier um this is considerably lower for a big team again um a little bit the new york problem they're almost too good for their own good in fantasy uh and it hurts hacks all some i think he's going to be fine going forward Uh, when we get to a dps meta especially he should be able to shine once again because he's absolutely lights out amazing on some of these dps heroes or at least has been in the past um so excited to see that uh use him as you've been um, his playtime's not threatened or anything like that, so he's fine. It just didn't work out this week. Look for better, closer matchups if you can find them. Moving on, we've got the tank conversation to wrap things up. Um, well, Blevins, your boys aren't, aren't are faring well. You've got another one.
2: Yeah, Mono here uh, is one of the feeders, 184.3 and 110.43, respectively, for 17th and 26th. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's just the case that the way that NYXL plays, their individual positions are not getting as many points as some of the others, you know. even though I think from a gameplay perspective and from a team cohesion perspective, obviously NYXL looks absolutely fantastic. And not only that, their tank play looks absolutely fantastic. Does not matter from a fantasy point perspective. They're not doing the things that are leading them to get massive amounts of fantasy points, which is just unfortunate um, from uh, from an owner perspective, from a fantasy owner perspective. That being said, you're probably not paying... Weren't paying a ton for Mono um, necessarily because he wasn't a huge point scorer last year. So he didn't have that like, oh, well, he's definitely going to score a ton of points factor. Although maybe savvy people got burned because they knew Jon or not jonah Janice wasn't going to be around to take his play time. Regardless, um, probably still a keep, but uh, maybe, maybe uh, he's he's a, he's a tank two and maybe even a tank three, depending on the league that you're
0: yeah, I think he's a fine play for a week too, but anytime you're only putting up seventy points in one of your matchups, which he did this week, it's it's cause for concern. And it's it just concerning. there's no stark more more stark reminder here that fantasy points don't equal Overwatch League success because Mono is like flipping Mm -hmm. the script on everybody's top five tank lists, everything like that. Mm -hmm. Like he has shot up to the top of mine. um, And and a lot of other people's with his performance, this stage, just not quite coming together. The second tank feeder here. I'm going to go with space. Listen, this is the guy I drafted him in the draft. We did last week, like second round or something like that. I had the first pick overall. So it was late. Um, This is mechanically speaking. Uh, Very possibly your best off-tank in Overwatch League. There's a couple others that are certainly there. The Valiant struggles. Listen, they haven't won a game yet. He's been fine so far, even though that's been true. Uh, But they've been more competitive than they were this week. Still did okay in combined. You know, he got 13th. That's pretty solid, but in best game, 29th with 108.61. So uh, if you played him in the best format, it hurt you way, way worse than it did if you played him in combined. Um, If you're in combined, let that be a lesson to you. Two games from somebody that plays every map is always, always going to be really good. A. Smith, who's the last feeder?
1: The last one is a guy who I have on my team, a couple of my teams, um, Roar from the Los Angeles Gladiators um 191.05 and and 100.81 that's 15th and 34th um a noticeable thing is all three of these tanks have been in the top 20 in combined which is good which is a, i mean that's a tank one tank or a tank two um so yes that's good but at the same time when they're putting up 100 points that's 34th tank overall that's that's rough um, I, I mean, nothing to say. Roar has been good, mainly probably because the Gladiators have been going to game fives and Roar has been playing every time. But Roar has not been good this game. He took a noticeable downturn in both, both matches. Um, so I, I expect to see him go back, but it'll be interesting for sure.
0: All right, we're going to move things along here. We've got a couple waiver wire pickups we want to talk about. And like a couple weeks ago, this is a little bit two different conversations. So let's talk about players that we want to target for the rest of this stage, for right now. We, we talked about wanting to look forward week five with its shallow schedule. But week two, we know something about the meta that we're likely to see. Um if for no other reason than it was very clearly uh, directed towards killing goats so that it doesn't mm-hmm. hurt, you know, doesn't impact overwatch league further. Um, but yeah, let's talk about this week for now. A Smith, give us two options of guys that might be available for people uh, to look at that they can use pretty immediately.
1: Okay. I'll take both of Boston's uh, attack offensive players, um, DPS players, color hacks and blase. Um, look, they're both, the only dps players on boston they're going to get playtime boston looks better with fusions boston can win games now they don't look just horrible with them being able to win games i mean their players are going to do well color hex and blase both were top 10 i think dps this week so that's something to really look at i think they're going to succeed in this stage i don't know how next stage will fare for them but I do know this stage they're going to look good.
0: Yeah. The two I want to talk about here is one is probably not available. It was drafted fairly high in a lot of leagues I saw, but Mm -hmm. the K just became active and showed he's playing all the time. Just double check and make sure you never know. Somebody needed the spot really bad last week or something like that. Wasn't confident, made the move, had to drop him. That's going to happen, especially in your combined scoring leagues. Um, So Mm -hmm. definitely keep an eye out for that. I'd I'd swing by to pick him up.
2: I I will say he was available in one of the leagues that we are all
0: in. So we have snapped him up. Whoop uh, will just it can certainly happen. And it doesn't even mean anybody did anything wrong. It just means that's the way it had to go. Um, The other one I want to talk about quick is Gu Shui. Uh, I've been harping on this for a couple weeks. He seems to have taken the starting job from no smite, played all the maps, in their final match i'm still a little nervous about it but not very the way they talked in the you know the interview after the match everything like that it does sound like it's his job now so go ahead and pick up gushway if he's a- available and blevins you wrote one in last second here so I did. teach us all I did. a lesson in how to put your personal feelings about your mm-hmm. team aside <laughs> and use a different brain for fantasy yes here
2: yes 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 so this is it ties a little bit into the feeders section i guess but i guess the feeder here is me um we we were very big on aid last week it all things pointed to roki out aid stays neko in to this fantastic toronto defiant team didn't happen that way they played roki all the maps on for both of their matches we saw no aid no aid in sight aid has been okay uh done with that joke Uh, but we saw (laughs) (laughs) we saw roki and not aid roki did put up a respectable amount of points so even as the uh main support he put up 222 and a buck 34 respectively um looking very solid as a support too um if you are if you have a a weak spot if you had a, a goose egg or someone who did not work out. Roki is definitely going to be a decent uh, roster filler here, um, and it looks like he is going to be their main support uh, for the remainder of the stage, at least. Uh, no, no signs of of aid returning. Yep, take Blevin's word for it. I would not sign off on that a hundred percent, but take Blevin's word for right. it. I wouldn't I'll sign up at Blevins on 100%. If, if, I if you get a zero, hundred percent either, and I wouldn't say, oh, yeah. take That's out right. one of your starters or one of your locked and loaded uh, supports and put in Roki. I don't. I wouldn't even do that if I knew he was playing because yeah. he's not going to be a, a top performer anyway. But if you do have a goose egg, if you do have someone, um, if you do have to make up some points or you have a really low score or just someone who didn't work out, um, you know, Roki can def is definitely a, you know support to like support 2 to 2.5 i think if, if he's playing um but it seems like if they were gonna play aid they would have played him they would have you know played him again or they would have played him at least a little bit
0: Somebody's typing in Rascal here as well. I just want to say, maybe be a little mindful that he might not play 100% of the time. Uh, It is a little iffy there. Um, Definitely worth a speculative ad for now. They're just doing so many roster swaps in San Francisco right now that I'm really, really worried about him. Um, So keep that in mind as well. Um, And just a reminder here as well, I want to stop before we talk about the stage two potential pickups. If you're doing quite well winning, don't have any week five concerns and and got some spots to to free up. um, Look at your week five matchups. We've got Washington playing twice. Uh, we've got uh, mm-hmm. Paris playing twice. Uh, those are going to be big signings. If you're struggling in your combined scoring league, uh, you play might soon. Want... Atlanta. Atlanta play soon. I would honestly, soon? What? I would consider even me would consider picking up and starting soon for week five. Um, keep that in mind. Look, no, what of your roster doesn't play at all? Cause there's some teams that just do not play in week five. A lot of teams. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> a good number of them. Um, so definitely keep that in mind uh, as you go into this week and this waiver wire period you'll always be better off if you can make your waiver moves that are out of necessity a week in advance before Uh three quarters of the rest of your league is looking at them thinking about them you get first pick um so Uh use that to your advantage now's the time to do it now we want to talk about some players listen guys we don't talk a lot about patch notes here okay but we've got to a little bit this time because blizzard went nuclear um they've changed so many things for this patch that's about to hit live servers that is presumably our Stage 2 patch, unless there's some crazy bugs that make it difficult. Uh, The patch looks geared at removing goats from the meta uh, definitively. Um, And a big part of that reason is... McCree's ultimate, which us at the High Noon podcast are obviously a big fan of that seeing a buff, um, that shreds through tanks now uh, just as it charges up ridiculously fast. It'll break Reinhardt shields, kill people behind it. Um, also, Junkrat grenades just casually deal 140 damage now. So if you account for the fact that there's going to be considerable misses there as well because you're just spamming, it feels like every 10 grenades is going to be worth a point. Like that they throw out. And that's assuming a couple of them miss. Like they've got like a 65% mm-hmm. hit rate. Uh, about 10 grenades fired will be a fantasy point if they have a, a 65%. Jeez. It's, it's insane. Um, Junkrat <laughs> outputs, insane. Junkrat outputs more damage than Anna can heal, than Mercy can heal. Like even multiple healers stacked on top of each other. Well, uh, Junkrat out damages the healing. Uh, it's going to be a big factor. That means we're looking at least speculatively. I'm advising you make ads to junk rat players and McCree players that maybe are sitting on benches right now. The The names we're going to list off aren't names that necessarily will play or will start, but if they do, they should succeed at the role that they'll be asked to do. One of them's Jake. If Junkrat's big, Jake is arguably, if not considered to be by most of the best junk rat in the world. Uh, he is Jake rat. he just understands that hero in a way that's like not fair and doesn't make like it's just <laughs> ridiculous. Um, go back to season one and watch some of him on Horizon Lunar Colony just shutting oh. anybody and everybody down as they tried to attack that's point okay. two. Ridiculous pick up jake i know i drafted him in our draft from last week because it was like the day the patch notes came out and i'm just Uh. like yes please i'll take him late um (laughs) other ones here taimu striker Pine, uh, these are all players the that have. Big boss. Yeah, strikers. Uh, another one that performed very well on the Junkrat in uh, season one when given the opportunity for Boston. Um, Taimu and Pine are notable McCree players. I mean, we've got Mister Mister Big or Mister Good Aim and the Big Boss. I almost said Mister yep. Big Boss. Uh, Mister may-
2: Big. No, Mister Big Boss is That's who
0: that is. Mister Big yes. Aim. <laughs> um, but yeah, and listen, we're not going to give you a full, comprehensive list of everybody that has Junkrat and McCree in their hero pool but
2: we need to pick them up
0: first right yeah we we can't we can't give you all the all the ones these are the ones we've already got waiver claims in on um but suffice it to say anybody that's notably uh good on the hit scan heroes like Widowmaker, junk uh mccree Mm -hmm. things like that they're likely to see an uptick in value more likely to hit the stage next in stage two um and then your junk rat players i can't imagine a world where 140 damage from a Junkrat grenade isn't enough to make him every defense, like almost regardless Mm -hmm. of map, uh, game mode. The only exception might be King of the Hill, where he just doesn't see a lot of play there. Um, But yeah, or Control, I believe it's it's called officially. I never call it Control. It's King of the Hill. It's King of the Hill cough um but yeah so pick up any mccree or Junkrat aficionados anybody you want to spec on um they're all a bit of a shot in the dark because as we saw with this stage who knows who they're going to start just because we think it's the right call freggy uh doesn't mean anything's going to happen um but yeah so keep an eye on that definitely something to consider you can to an extent predict what's going to happen in future metas even before you see them or at least educatedly guess at them All right, we teased on Twitter, gentlemen, we're going to be changing things up a little bit. We want to spend more time making fun of each other, less time reading off static information off of a sheet here. So instead of going team by team and discussing matchups and who's viable and who's not, we're going to trust that our sleeper section will do a pretty decent job of highlighting the teams whose matchups we like. And instead, we just want to talk to you guys about some of these matchups specifically that we think have really big Five map potential or mm. oof potential. And by oof, yeah. I mean it's gonna be brutally one sided. Um New York's gonna appear quite often in the potential oof section, though not this week. So A- I, was Smith. Say, they're, they're, I was like, really? Conspicuously <laughs> <"Really?" laughs> <laughs> in neither of these. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a weird week for them, but they they, they will get back to uh, potential oofs later on, I promise. Um, let's do this, where you guys each pick two, and I pick one, since I went with five. Next week, we'll, we'll try to pick out six that have potential, so it's a little more even. Hey, Smith, give us two of these that you like the most for potential five mappers. Um, I'll
1: take the obvious one in Dallas versus Shanghai. Yeah. We just saw them play five maps, so <laughs> if logic serves they play five maps again i don't know yeah logic's got
0: cut he's not in the league
1: anymore oh thank you mr logics we appreciate your service um so hey look as long as shanghai doesn't you know shang nine then we should be good for maybe a win for shanghai i don't know i don't know but i think five maps is good on that one and i'll take uh i'll take paris versus san francisco on this um Paris versus San Francisco looks like a very interesting matchup. Paris, San Francisco looks like they're getting better and Paris may look like they're on a little bit of a decline, but maybe they're just getting shown for who they really are. Um, this is an upper mid table matchup where both teams are going into. It could be a slugfest, fest, but it also has potential for a four Oh, we never know, but I like it to be a five mapper.
0: Definitely a good shot at it. Blevins, which two do you got?
2: Yep. I'm going to go with, uh, Probably the obvious pick for me. Hong versus Toronto. Uh, I talked about it on the flagship. This is two like just bordering on kind of the mid level, maybe some kind of pushing up a little bit towards the upper mid, uh, maybe potentially seeing either team could push down to the lower mid, but two very close, uh, closely contested teams. Um I think it's a, it's a, it's a placement match for both. Uh, I think this really kind of will solidify either of them in the upper mid to uh, mid mid lower, I guess. Um, Definitely a lot of potential for map five there. And I mean, Toronto, eh, Toronto players are locked and loaded. You're you're playing your Toronto players as long as they're actually playing. Uh, They're not playing in week five. That's why I bring that up. Uh, The other one I'll go for here is gladiators versus Atlanta. Gladiators have looked bad recently atlanta has looked quite good however uh again we talked about on the flagship show i think kind of the at least for gladiators the record doesn't really speak as much to how good they actually are i think they're a little bit better than they actually are atlanta has had uh, an interesting um schedule so far has i think it, it has has shown uh a little bit better than a lot of us initially expected, uh, but are they the real deal? This is again another placement match, um, and placement matches generally have the capacity uh, for map five. Though, like A Smith uh, mentioned with uh, his match, this I think this actually could be a four zero in in either direction, and I wouldn't be <laughs> that surprised. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that, um, but I, I will point out the last one here. Uh, you guys might be surprised to, to hear me say it, but I think Valiant versus Houston has some serious five-map potential. If you've listened to... Any of the content I've put out, I think, in the last three weeks, you're familiar with my Houston map theory. Uh, Route 66 and Volskaya Industries are part of this map pool. So I think while this has five map potential, I give more of a boost to the Houston side of things because I'm worried, is Koff going to be competitive? If it is, it's going to be... you know, if it's not, it's going to be a stomp in Houston's favor. Um, and really, you know, so outside those maps, I think Houston's favored in this matchup, but they've got two maps. They just love to find ways to lose and manufacture ways to lose those two maps. Um, if they happen to lose both of them, it's going to go to five and yeah. So I, I think this one has potential for it. I'm not inflating too many of the valiant players up out of, you know, obscurity that I wouldn't normally use, but, um, long shot maybe you can go with like a kareev or something like that uh if you really wanted um no well agilities has been better actually so he, he's he's obviously the safer of the two um but i've yeah. got
1: kareev on my team he's been doing pretty
2: good
0: yeah kareev's fine i i don't think he's um you know much it's of like a, a dps too yeah a statistical problem for fantasy it may be more of a team problem there um but you know you can you can elevate him a little bit but more of the Houston guys, you know, if you're, you're wondering, should I play raucous, uh, in my best game format? I think you can kind of confidently do that. Um, if your team's going to be in a lopsided match, which this could be, um, it's going to, you want it to be in your team's favor. And I think it's more likely Houston blows out the valiant than the other way around. So it's got a little bit of that safety and also the upside, uh, if you're talking about Houston players. Now we're going to talk about some oofs here, gentlemen. Some matchups we don't see as particularly close. We don't need to go into too much detail on Uh them in particular. Um, Should I just read them, or do you guys want to go through them? You can read them. All right, I'll just read through them. All right, so the potential oofs here are Toronto versus the Chengdu Hunters, the Philadelphia Fusion versus the Valiant. Uh, That's probably the least likely of these oofs that I can see. Mm -hmm. Uh, The London Spitfire versus the Shanghai Dragons, the Boston Uprising versus the Florida Mayhem, and the Vancouver Titans against, again... The Chengdu Hunters. Um, you'll figure you need more than a gimmick comp for us to think you're, you're not very likely to be uh, yeah. to be walloped. Uh,
1: Chengdu is going to get oofed both matches. This is going to be ugly. R- it could be a rough <laughs> week yeah, for Chengdu. You, you might not even start them in a combined.
0: <laughs> no, I, I probably wouldn't. As a matter of fact, uh, e- except for maybe Kayo. Just flex supports. I don't know. (laughs) Flex supports are are so much safer than any other position. It it feels like if anybody's going to do well, but I would try not to. That's for certain. Yeah, you can avoid it. All right, so we're going to move things along here. We have our sleepers of the week. That means whoever, we pick three every week. We each pick one, okay? One support, one tank, and one DPS. We compete against each other for who gets to pick first in this upcoming week. A. Smith won the support category this week. Had a pretty good week as far as sleepers go. So you're going to lead us off here, A. Smith. Who is your support sleeper of the week?
1: Uh, I won last week by cheating, Mm -hmm. by taking a flex support. (laughs) So um, I will not cheat this week and let someone else cheat so i'll go with closer here um closer dallas fuel player look he popped off the first or he scored a lot of points i don't know if he popped off but he scored a lot of points um against shanghai and i think they're playing shanghai again i think you there's likely to see similar stats and with stats like that that's a very high scoring main
0: support I was number two. I went with Massa last week. I, I really won because I didn't cheat, uh, but it's Blevins' turn to cheat this week, so we'll see how next week goes. Uh, I am I stole his sleeper, so I can't even blame him, too, or his pickup of the week, so I can't even blame him too much. Uh, I'm going with Roki here from Toronto. They've got that five-map potential in the Hangzhou-Spark matchup. I really see that one being close, um, So and they do play twice, so regardless of whether or not it's best or combined, I think uh, as far as flex support go, listen, Roki doesn't lose fantasy points when he makes mistakes and costs the team team fights or anything like true, that, so true, true. I don't have to care about that. I can put that part of my, you know, uh, bitter being a fan hat off, and, you know, for, the, for uh, <laughs> fantasy purposes, and I can just play him uh, because the team has been so good from fantasy points. Um, I really feel locked and loaded, very safe in my number two spot as far as <laughs> sports go for sleepers. Blevins, go ahead and cheat, brother. Yeah. Uh, okay. So here's
2: here's the reason why, I'm,
0: why <laughs> this i feel isn't too bad. You're
2: you semi justified in uh, this sleeper of the week, which is Dog Man for me. The reason I feel justified in it is because I literally picked him up today for my league. I requested to pick him up, so he's wow. probably available in your league. Which so. League? Yeah, I'm not telling
0: you. You're gonna put a request in. I mean, I'm just gonna go look at all of them. I've been double checking all my leagues <laughs> right now as we do. Do you hear our uh, keyboards? Do you hear our keyboards?
2: This is <laughs> this is the long con. He wasn't actually available. I just wanted you guys to waste time. Uh, but no, I'm, uh, <laughs> uh, no, the, he was available in my league. Um, I was like, hmm, I wonder. I wonder. Hmm. Oh, there he is. Let's let's pick him up. So if he was available in our expert leagues it stands to reason that there's a at least some chance that he's available in your league as well so check it out so i don't feel bad about picking him because i literally picked him up which is kind of the point of the the sleepers of the week
0: yeah and this week though he did get full play time so i think that's a really good call um and a, and mm-hmm. a safe bet so if he's available on free agency he shouldn't be anymore he shouldn't have been as soon as i started using him at 50 percent usage um mm-hmm. but now he's he's Seems to be at 100%. I think that's the right choice for the Atlanta Reign. So all signs are are pointing upward uh, for Dogman. I think that's a good pick. I won the tank conversation last week with Daco with 136 points. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to go in on them. Listen, I think the Valiant are going to be able to be competitive in both of their matches this week. I'm going hard on them in my uh, sleepers here. That's going to include Fate. Um, the main tank role specifically has been a little rough. I would think with a couple of gimme maps against Houston, with the ups and downs of Philadelphia, I think I'm going to get at least one of those matchups that goes pretty long um and is reasonably competitive again none of us i don't think of the three really believe the valiant are as bad as their 0 five record has them right now um so i'm not overly concerned fate is still one of the top end tanks in this league it just needs to come together for him statistically and i'm hoping with a couple of potentially close matches here uh the valiant are able to put it together uh Blevins, you're up next Oh yes, I am. I definitely
2: am up next. Yes. Yeah, so I've got, uh, I had Gamsu last week. Didn't quite pan out. Uh, uh it was, was kind of close. Uh, <laughs> but this week I have got bumper, um, bumper, a, n- according to some, a known thrower, uh, <laughs> in terms of being, uh, out of position, but a huge playmaker, Uh, They do, the Vancouver Titans do, I believe, yes, play twice this week. Um, Again, once is against the Chengdu Hunters, which is a definite oof oof potential. But also, maybe not. Or if they can at least put up some points against the Chengdu uh, after stomping through Chengdu, that'll be good. And they're also playing against Paris Eternal, which could, could certainly has the capacity to be map five potential. I don't necessarily believe it, but it has the possibility. Um, give me, give me some, give me some, uh, some sweet,
0: sweet bumper action. Yeah. Like Roki, when bumper <laughs> charged off of the back of Volskaya and killed himself, <laughs> he didn't lose any fantasy points. In fact, uh, he gained them because he killed somebody on his way off the map uh, uh, while throwing the point. So um, you're hundred percent correct. He's, he's a fragger. So A Smith, who is your uh, tank sleeper of the week?
1: Uh, This week, last week, I went with Rio. I'm going to not take the main tank. I'm going to take their off tank in Hotba. Um, Look, I think Hotba's got a good good matchup here. Um, They are playing the Gladiators, and I I think that's got, we mentioned that it has map five potential there. Um, Look, play there. I think it's going to go well for you. I, actually, I don't even think we mentioned it has map five potential, but I think it does. So um, in best format, I think Hodba could end up popping off. He did pretty well this week. So,
0: If the Guangzhou Charge have taught me anything in particular, don't it's bet that on regardless him. of who their opponent is, there is serious <laughs> map five potential in their matchup. Um All right, so that wraps up tanks. We're going to move on to DPS. A. Smith, you're up again. You were on top with DM, 185 points last week. Who's the sleeper this week?
1: Well, I'm certainly not a coward, if that's what you're insinuating, even (laughs) though I know you weren't insinuating it at all. But, hey, you know
0: what? I'm playing Rascal, okay?
1: Look, Rascal took the spot from Architect. Architect played one map. Sucked. Then Rascal played the next three. They won. Then Rascal played the next four maps straight and they won. So, you know what? I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Rascal. Looked a lot better. Passed the eye test.
0: Um, Roll with him. F's in the chat for architect aside. um, It would be nice to see them use the same level of conviction in figuring out the rest of their lineup. So that way I could really get a feel for what this team is. And maybe they could like, you know, progress and improve and get better it's a weird concept that you might want to do that as a team. I know, but um, San Francisco seems to just want to shuffle the deck every time as far as their uh, tank line goes anyways. Uh, but yeah, we will have to wait and see. I was in second place with happy 166 points. I- I'm not going to go into de- depth in depth logic here. I just did it with fate. I'm going Kareev. Uh, I think he gives you a decent chance at a solid week. And that's what sleepers are all about. But
2: yeah, I'm, I, I, I ran the same thing basically go for my uh, not as super high point scoring uh, Vancouver Titan. They got, this is their first week, I believe with two matches. So I guess we'll see how that goes. If I, if anything, it hurts them against the Chengdu hunters, which are probably uh, not practicing as much against, um, but that's better for fantasy because maybe it's a closer match. Give me, give me your uh, Vancouver Titans players here. This will be the first test of seeing how they perform Uh, when they had to
0: play two matches second test they played two matches in week two against the charge and the shock respectively um but nonetheless it's still far from proven uh (laughs) anything about your ability to handle the the big weeks um All right, so that wraps up the sleepers of the week. Uh, Real quick, before we move on to the mailbag, I just want to read off the list of teams that play twice, uh, just so that way if you are in combined, you can kind of have that readily accessible uh, just to to use for your reference. I know I refer to our notes for exactly that reason multiple Mm -hmm. times throughout the week as we're answering questions and I'm setting my own lineups. Both teams from L.A., the Gladiators and the Valiant, play twice. We've got the Toronto Defiant, the Chengdu Hunters, stay away, the Paris Eternal, (laughs) the Vancouver Titans, the Shanghai Dragons, and the San Francisco Shock all play twice. So keep that in mind, combined points people. um, Those are the teams you would like to target. Let's move into the mailbag here. We have a question from Ivory as the entire mailbag this week. Uh, Guys, if you do want to get questions, I know we didn't get to a lot of yours last week. That's a big part of the reason why we changed the format. Don't let Uh that we didn't read your question last week stop you from asking them in the future. It'll always be up and down, hit or miss, whether we get to it or not. Our apologies if we miss it. But it's great to have them for the show, so please do send in any. Ivory wants to know thoughts on who won this trade. Team 1 traded. Closer and Finzy in exchange for team two's aid and CO Min suit. I'm not going to read off the rest of the rosters. Let's treat this in a vacuum. Gentlemen, do you want to be team one or team two? A Smith go. I
1: personally, if you're playing for the long haul, I would like to be team two in receiving closer and Finzy. And giving away sungmin Su. I think Sungmansu is a meta. Um, he is a he's a meta player, and he's only playing well in this meta right now. I think when the meta shifts the next stage, I don't think we're going to mm-hmm. see a lot of Sungminsu. And right now, Aid isn't
2: playing. So, yep, yeah, that's uh, that's my point. Aid is a not playing right now. B, I think at best, unless Neko for some reason is out. Which would be something outside of the game. It would be he either gets hurt or sick or something or traded or whatever banned for some stupid reason that Blizzard enforces and punishes Toronto for not Boston. But I'm not bitter. Aid uh, is going to be at best a mixed playtime player, probably or a either a uh, like a shot in the dark or a mixed playtime player. You don't want that. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 wanting to be team two here.
0: I'm gonna take the different. The different path here i 'm going to take the the road not taken i 'm going to rather be team one giving away closer in finzy um, picking up two players who I believe have significantly higher upside. None of the four players involved in this trade are players I'm actively seeking out, looking to own long-term. I think Finzi might be at his peak value now, so I feel like I would be selling high if I were to be able to trade away Finzi at this moment. Um, Aid is a little rough, and I think I might cut him, but I would probably just take Su right now in this meta, and then maybe, who knows, going forward, he does have more value than we think. Um, There's been a lot of goofiness enough already to make me think he might be worth holding on to, two weeks into stage two, something like that. See how it plays out. Um, but Finzi is right now. I mean, maybe wait until after week five to make this trade because Finzi is so valuable in the, the shallow week of week five, stage mm-hmm. one um, that that's the one part of this that I don't like just the timing of it. Um, but yeah, instead of closer and Finzy or starters and feel like honestly harder to cut than these other guys who might pop off. Like, I feel like I can just cut aid, call and Sue a, a long-term stash so if i'm team one and i've got a good good roster i can see the roster he's got a pretty solid team here um then yeah i kind of like being on that side betting on upside giving away players i hopefully don't have to start anyways that's one way i i do make some trades so uh just to be a little contrarian here as well uh, just so all three of us don't agree um yeah i'll i'll take the team one side of that but all right that wraps up the mailbag hopefully We've uh, answered Ivory's question thoroughly here. We do have one last thing here before we sign off. Gentlemen, do you know what that is? Well, you didn't want to answer me, so I just went ahead and played the drop anyways. (laughs) I figured that's what you're doing. Like, surely... Yeah, uh, we are remembering the bellman. He sends us in a meme question almost every week. He's been a little busy as of late, and so have we. Last week, we just plain couldn't fit it in as much as we wanted to, but I did keep his question from last week, and Blevins, we're going to start with you. Mm -hmm. Which two Overwatch League players would be the best casting duo? And he didn't say this. I'm going to say this. You can't pick Jake.
2: Oh, I wasn't going to pick Jake anyway. Okay. Okay. Part one of the casting duo is the second most obvious one besides Jake. That's Dogman has literally okay. casted, is also a meme lord and hilarious. And also has the high noon bump. So just just checking all the boxes here for Dogman. Uh his casting duo that I want to see, and I'm gonna we're gonna suspend disbelief a little bit here and assume that uh the casters would be able to, I'm going to do this at least I'm going to assume the casters can speak the same language and are speaking the same time Yes at the I like that time. I like that I'm okay. going with Fisher because I want some, I want some smack talk in there I want the meme lord I know you're supposed to have like good cop bad cop you're supposed to have the uber mix of the Mr. X to like balance each other out nope I want it push all the way to the roof give me nonstop memes give me Fissure. give me Dogman most hype casting duo of all time all Right
0: all right. Ace A-Smith, who do you got?
1: I'm going to take a pair of Brits here. The only pair of Brits in the Overwatch League, and that's uh, Cruz and Fusions. Is it, yeah, yeah, Fusion? Um, Ooh, sure, but they're not the that, only oh, two Brits in the yeah, league. Say, Are they? They're they're the who's the other one? Uh, boombox,
0: for starters. Uh, boombox,
1: oh, Boombox. Yeah. Okay, there's three. My fault. My bad. R.I.P. Milton. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Okay, <laughs> so I'm taking... <laughs> so if you look <laughs> oh gosh okay so cruz is hilarious i like his i like his fighting spirit and apparently he's from everything we've nerd. heard he is a meme lord I love myself <laughs> no, a good meme he's lord just... he's a feeder
2: oh
0: apparently that's he... what, because that's what dogman literally yelled <laughs> out to the yell. crowd
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure true and apparently I hear Fusions is like one of the loudest people in the world. Mm. that's that's what I've heard. So a uh, rumor has it. I that could I could see that being just a really hyped cast with so much British accent that I may not even be able to understand it but I'll <laughs> love it anyway.
0: Yeah, I think I'd like that lineup for about 15 minutes and then the accents would weigh (laughs) on me. I have no problems with British people, but your accent does drive me a little crazy at times. I don't know why. It's just the one that that gets me. Nonetheless, A. Smith, I need to borrow one of your duo because Cruz is absolutely the correct choice. I just need to cut him with a little bit of Custa. I need a little bit of that game knowledge. I need that... The big brain analysis mixed in there um, and I think Custas exactly the right guy to bring that to the table I think he's he's such an easygoing free-flowing mm-hmm. kind of a dude I think he could pair with somebody like Cruz he's gonna be spitting fireballs like crazy and maybe put out some of those fires before they really get started mm-hmm. and and just I think they would complement each other really really well I do love Levins's dogman pick I think I could <laughs> sub dogman mm-hmm. for Cruz and get exactly the same yep. dynamic I'm looking for here um so yeah overall i think those are some pretty solid duos um although i just think i think jake with his experience would be cheating so that's that's why we couldn't quite put him in but it's a meme question so maybe i shouldn't if you want to screw up the answer to the meme question by using like a technically correct answer or something like that that should be your i
1: actually i actually want to change my change my answer i'm going with bacon jack and yang jelong just because
0: all right, so Ace Smith A Smith wanted to screw up his answer. Two people I've never heard <laughs> speak before a- to have any analysis whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> no. Oh, I'm gonna change
2: mine too. It's gonna be a single caster. It's just Aid.
0: Play <laughs> Aid, please play listen. Aid. That might be that might be a single caster, but as a booth, that booth is an absolute unit. Okay, that booth is an absolute unit, and that right I there. Was say, I was gonna say to say give me <laughs> Aid and but I don't, no, I'm not gonna go there. Never it's Boots are only so big. We, me, and you, me and you cast from different rooms, Blevins. It's, it's not even a joke. True. Me and Blevins are True. big dudes. We don't True. sit next to each other when we do this because cameras True. only are so, are, are so big. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we had enough fun there. Let's wrap up the show, guys. Any parting words, anything like that? Blevins, anything on your way out? Where can people find uh, you on Twitter?
2: I, they can find me at the underscore Blevins. And please just play
0: AID. Give me AID. Give me AIDS. aid. Give me aid. Okay. You can't just get rid of aid. Aid is permanent. A-Smith, <laughs> any parting words? Where can we
1: find you on Twitter? Find me at A-Smith underscore O-W. Hit me up. Find me all those questions. Fire me some questions. I'll hit you up with that knowledge. Look, I'm number one in the un- the Unlimited League as of this moment. Um, don't at me, beardface. Anyways... <laughs>
0: There may be a problem with the unlimited leaderboards, full disclosure, but nonetheless, A. Smith is technically correct, which is, outside of a meme question, the best kind of correct. So you can find me on Twitter at HNP Deathblow. you can find the show on Twitter at HNP underscore foul play um, also at high noon podcast if you're a fan of the show want to hear you know hear about the, the flagship show around the payload which is back this week um, and always a blast. so uh, make sure you guys follow us really everywhere uh, in order to That's get the, the full high noon productions experience for a. Smith for the Blevins I am Deathblow guys thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you all next. Week. See you. got
2: his boots and he put on his hat. He threw the coin away that same day. It's in his past, and he's not looking back. He says finding mine now. God's my way. He's not good, but he sure ain't bad. He'll make amends for the sins that he has. He says, I'll change.
0: Bye.